The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. Welcome back everyone to another exciting week of the Peter High School Football Report podcast. I'm Ned Yosai, my high school sports editor, Brian Lender. Brian, how you doing this week, man? Nebby, I'm hanging in there, man. Uh, you know, just another busy week for all of us. Uh, more football, you know, right. there's never an off-season of football, and we've been saying that, and we haven't been saying it long since the end of football season, and now here we are. Teams are having seven-on-sevens, you know, uh, NFL guys back at OTAs. It's, it's a year-round sport, man. So, you know, we, we, we're wrapping up spring sports and moving right into football full steam. Uh, so it's busy, man. How about you? How you been, Nebby? I've been, I've been great, man. I'm alive and blessed and fortunate. I know we mentioned that this is a football podcast all the time. But we got some some great teams from the Midpan Conference actually making it to the state finals for volleyball this weekend. Central Dolphin and Lower Dolphin for 3A and 2A. So excited to be covering those things. But let's talk some football, my man. Yeah, man. We got a good guest today. Absolutely. Why don't you introduce him? <laughs> this week, we have the pleasure of having a former Midpan Conference standout, current CD East football coach, and a trainer in the area in Central PA. Lance Dean. Lance, welcome to our podcast, man. What's up, fellas, man? I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, man. Uh, Lance, we've been wanting to have you on for a while, man, and there's a lot we talk with you about. Obviously, you did a great job coming in as a young coach. Um, how, old, how old are you now, Lance? I'm 26. When I, uh, 26? Got, yeah, when I originally yeah. got hired, I was 25, uh, but I'm 26. Yeah, young guy come in. <laughs> you know, TV East, I don't think, had a win the year before, if I remember correctly. Help those guys make the playoffs last year. And right. you got a lot of irons in the fire. And, you know, we're going to get to CD East here in a minute. But one of the things I want to talk to you about is, uh, you know, a guy we talk about a lot on this, this podcast, Michael Parsons. I know uh, when he comes into town sometimes, him have a good relationship. Right. He works out with you. I saw him uh, putting in some work with you here recently, man. Uh, you know, he is one of the most talked about players in the NFL right now. And I know you, you've been in the lab a little bit with him, right? Right. Um, how's he looking? And, 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 what are you seeing from Micah Parsons getting ready to go into year two, man? Yeah, man, he's um he's looking like Micah. Uh, he he's hungry, he's focused. Um, he's definitely far from content, man. Um, he's just trying to find ways to get better. Um, but at the same time, just continue to grow as a man, as a father, in in every aspect, man. But he he's, he's definitely locked in. But at, at the same time, he's having fun and enjoying the process, staying within the moment. But um, he looks good, man. I'm excited. For, for what he's going to put together for year two for sure, and it's definitely something that he's working toward. You know, Lance, I talked to you going into last year uh, when he was working out, getting ready for the draft and stuff, and, you know, you said that the guy was going to blow people away, right? Well, I think it was right after he, he, he opted out of his senior year at Penn State and he was working out with you, I think, pretty strong. You said he was going to really blow people away. And, you know, I, I one of the things I always kind of – I'm glad Micah made it, and prove people, prove people what he could do because I just about put my whole career on it. I told people, man, if this kid doesn't make it, I, I've never seen. I've been doing this. I'm 39. You know, I've been doing this since I was 17. Actually, I've been doing this since 22 years now. I said I've seen some great AJ Green and Dequan Bowers. I said this kid doesn't make it. I'm, I got to go find something else to do because he's like the most surefire thing I ever seen. And then you know, you know how drafts are. 
you work out with him. We all saw what he could do, and we all kind of knew the guy from here. Mm-hmm. And then these questions pop up, stuff going in, and he ends up going to 12th, which I feel like the two best players in that draft are Kyle Pitts and Michael Parsons. Right, but right. What's it like to work with that guy? You just kind of told us what he, you know, going to look like from, uh, you know, maybe this year. But what's it like to work with a guy like that? Because there are not too many athletes on the planet that can match up, right? Yeah, man, it's good. It's fun. It's exciting. Like, that's just who he is. He's an exciting person. Um, it's never a dull moment when you're around him. Um, but, you know, I'm a little older than him, but I, I find myself, you know, learning a lot from him as well. Um, and one of the biggest things, that you can kind of just see it, I'll probably see it in a different perspective being around him um, in a little bit more private setting, is just his loyalty to his city and his pride that he takes within the city. Um, and that's just even in the sense of, you know, me having an opportunity to work with him. Uh, at that point in time, he has the opportunity to work, work out with anybody that he chooses, uh, but he stays true to his roots in, in, in the sense of his loyalty. So in that sense, you know, with me, I appreciate that and I acknowledge that and I, and I really respect that as a man to stand true to who you are. I'm not, not switching up on that. Um, so just that in that sense. And at the same time, you know, when we when we are doing these training sessions, you know, he's listed all locked in. And that's, so this is the guy that just won defensive rookie of the year and arguably was the best defensive player in all of the league. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys in those situations when they make it to the NFL and since they seem as if they got it figured all out or they're not willing to listen to other people. That's not him by no means. So uh, just being able to see how loyal he is to those that's in this corner and how humble he remains and how true he stays for himself like that, that right there I think speaks to this who his true character is the person as long as being a great father as well. So, I mean, like I said, I enjoy it, man. Like, it's, it's just a, it's a thorough relationship as far as this family type of atmosphere. Brian, you know, Lance mentions that he's 26 years old. I just turned 25 myself, but I know Lance from around the way. He's from Harrisburg. I'm from Harrisburg. Um, he graduated a year before me, if I'm not mistaken. But Lance, you're, you're, you're still a young guy, right? You have a head coaching position. You're 26 years old. You're under 30. Any, anybody who has a head coaching position under the age of 30, that's a blessing. I mean, what does it mean to you to still be one of those younger guys, but to pour forth into some of the younger guys from the city? Like you mentioned, there's a, a bit of an age gap between you and Micah. But, I mean, you went from playing high school football to playing college football to now coaching high school football and training high school athletes. So what has that process and journey been like for you? Man, it's been a blessing. You know, nothing less of that. Uh, it's something that I try to approach, you know, take in consideration everything and with everything that I do, man, just trying to pour back. You know, my parents, both my mom and my dad, one thing they always instilled, and they were great parents, was that it takes a village to raise a child. Um, they were never those type of parents that try to, you know, I, 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 me, me, me. They allowed other people to coach me. They allowed other people to teach me. Um, and I just think about some of those other people that was a part of the village along with my parents that did a great job. Um, so I'm just trying to be part of that village for these kids, man. And, you know, like, through the great decisions that I made, through some of the poor decisions that I made, you know, some of the kids are be the first to tell you that I don't come off as, as perfect. Um, I just try to share the things so that they can become the best version of themselves, more or less. That's that's great, man. Continue doing what you're doing. We appreciate that from you. We'll be back with more after a word from our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA sports med to learn more. All right, Lance. You come in at 25, man. You take over a program that, like I said, I don't, I don't think Central Dolphin won a game coming in. 
But, you know, I've been here like six, almost seven years now. They've always had athletes. Um, you know, they, they, they had a state championship contender, may have won a state. I think they finished second or third in the state and like the four by 100 just a couple of years ago. And a lot of those kids played football. So they always had athletes. You come into a program that's been struggling like that. You were able to get them to the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, what, what was the process? Like, how do you put it together? You're a young guy. How do you, how do you get a, how, how do you get that program going again? Like you did last year? Yeah, man. It's just, you know, trying to get the kids to believe in themselves. Like you said, you hit on not like the talent and ability is here. Um, that's something that's already was here before me and my staff got here. But, you know, just one of our jobs as a staff, because it's not just me. I, I try my best to run myself with a, a, a good staff. And I think I, I think I have a very well-rounded staff, to say the least. Um, but, you know, we're just trying to get kids to believe in themselves and understand that there is, quote-unquote, the right way to do things. There's a lot of different choices that you can choose from. But getting them to familiarize themselves with, you know, quote-unquote, the right way to do things. And then as far as the process, you know, it's just that still. It's still a process. You know, what we did last year doesn't mean I was done with conference. Like, our goal last year wasn't to make the playoffs. Our goal last year, our goal was simply first time ever, Central Dolphins needs to win the Mid-Pen Commonwealth, first time win district championship, first time win state championship. Like, those will be the three main goals from a team perspective. Every year is always like we're not going to win six games, go 500. Uh, we put in too much work to sell ourselves short. Uh, so we're trying to just, you know, maximize our potential and compete at the highest level. And um, I truly believe we can do so. So why sell ourselves short in any aspect? So, you know, that, that's just the message we preach as a coaching staff. You know, try to get our kids to believe in as we build that, that culture. And I say build as in we're currently doing it. Uh, that won't be a one-year thing. That won't be a two-year thing. The process happens over time. I'm sure you guys already know. So that, that's the kind of thing that we envision. And ultimately, and more importantly, just trying to help these these young guys become better young men in whatever they want to do, rather than going off to college, play football, trade school, military, uh, whatever that may be. So just trying to help them maximize in every way. So, so here's the challenge, right? You, you come in, you had that first good year, you make the playoffs, you set a bar, and you start by having guys go off to college. I think you had like seven, eight, nine guys go off to college. Samir Thornton, big-time player for you guys, Ty Flowers, Cam Livingston, on and on. Marcel McDaniels, you had that great year. You sent those kids off. You did everything you wanted to do. But you got some big shoes to fill this year. So that's I think that's the challenge here, too. You've set a bar, you know, but now you got to come back and replace some really talented guys, right? How are you guys approaching that? How are you guys looking, and how are you guys building in the year, too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and me and my staff talk about this a lot. Um, I think we spent uh, – don't quote me on the exact number. I think when it was all said and done, I think it was about 11 or 12 total kids, all levels, that went on to play college football, which is maybe the most in this area in a very long, long, long time from one school, uh, Division One through Division Three, with a couple JUCOs in there as well. Um, but, you know, like, a lot of things that people don't talk on when they talk about, you know, what we did last year was, like, Marcel McDaniels was one of the best running backs in the area. Mar- Marcel McDaniels never played running back prior to this year. Uh, we had Jakari Rivera, who was outstanding, outstanding linebacker, JV player. We had Nader Shawaka, who went on to college, JV player as a junior. Tymer Thornton didn't play varsity football much as a, as a junior. So we we had a lot of guys that just bought into the process and were developed um, through their hard work and through um, 
my assistant coach's commitment to the to the process themselves. So there's no different in that. There, it wasn't one of those things where you know we just came in and we we cut on the switch. We had a lot of guys. I think out of the eleven guys, at least half of them either didn't start last year or didn't play at all. We had a cornerback that's going to St. Francis that this was his first year ever playing high school football. Um, so it's just getting guys to just buy into the process and the development of it, and we'll take it from there. So nothing's going to change. Um, so I said, we'll be fine. And we'll continue to stay true to who we are, and we'll just kind of take it from there. You do have a couple weapons coming back. You know, Ter- Terrence, Terrence Jackson, Cotton, I feel like he slept on a good bit. Um, and then, you know, you got this young kid, Jared Porter, who's getting some offers. I know he can play running back, he can play corner. Uh, you know, Porter's probably the guy who's got, I think, four or five offers now. He's still, you know, he's getting ready to go into his sophomore season here. Uh, tell us about those guys and maybe a couple other guys we should be looking for, you know. And he said, I think those two guys, you really have a chance to really kind of be breakouts this year. I mean, I just looking at it, I don't spend every day with them like you do, so I'll let you fill in the blanks there. Yeah, no, uh, Terrence, we call him Molly, but Terrence, he, he's a great kid, man. He's, he's the ultimate leader of this team right now. That's my guy, man. And, and the main reason being is that um, I can coach him up. I can be hard on him, and I know he's always going to answer the call. You know, at a time where a lot of kids may fold when that pressure hits, he's not one of those. Um, so, you know, his best football is ahead of him. Um uh, we're just going to just continue to we'll control the controllable, but at some point in time, Lord willing, he, he's going to be a, a true prize to some college program. Um, like I said, and this interest level is starting to pick up some, uh, but we got some work to do here this year, and that'll kind of go from there. Uh, same thing with Jared Porter, uh, you know, well-spoken, hardworking kid. He's a wrestler, so, you know, those wrestlers are the easiest kids to coach in the football because they already have that mentality. Um, he started last year for us as a freshman. A corner, and uh, we play a lot of man coverage. Uh, probably play the most man coverage in this area, and that like it comes with a lot. A lot comes with that territory of playing man coverage and being on the island by yourself. Uh, doing that at the six eight level in the, in the competition we play week in week out, we're asking a lot. He answered the bell, he competed, um, and he's starting to reap some of the benefits. Like you said, I think he has about uh, four or five Division One offers right now, going into sophomore sophomore year, including um, thing like West Virginia the power five one he has about three brothers uh but he's a hard-working kid good kid those are two kids that um they check all the boxes and, and i think that's the coolest part they're respectful young men they're hard-working young men they're tough uh, mentally and physically um so like i said i'm excited for them uh, i think we have a few other guys as well um we have a lineman another i think this is like the story of our life here as far as first year players or whatnot um i have a lineman Vincent jackson carroll um, he's about 6'5", 280, legitimate numbers that he just got up in the camp. Uh, this is his first year ever playing. Um, I think when it's all said and done, I think he has the opportunity to be one of the best linemen in the area. Um, just based off of his tangibles and his, and his work, I think, and his focus, obviously everything will take care of itself in that sense. Uh, Thaddeus Crab, undersized linebacker that we got coming back. Um, I know he's made all conference last year, first team. Um, I think he's arguably an all-state linebacker. Uh, he take the stars and the politics out of it. Um, so we got some guys and, um, it, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how it all pans out, but, you know, they're working hard right now to get there to focus on, so couldn't ask for much more as a group in that sense. So it's kind of where we're at as far as the coaching staff and where we see things. We're just trying to continue to just groom them and get 1% better each day. Lance, you talked briefly about some of the underrated players you had on your team last year, like a Marcel McDaniels and how he rose to the occasion. 
Um, but you also mentioned that you have a good, solid supporting coaching staff around you. Talk to me a bit about how some of those guys have been pivotal and intricate in helping these players uh, exceed expectations, like an Aki Cowan, who used to play football for Harrisburg. I mean, how how pivotal are they on your coaching staff for you? Yeah, man, I think, you know, I have a great coaching staff, man. Guys that, one, first and foremost, you know, they genuinely care about the kids. Um, I think, you know, that's what I think. And I said this to my coaching staff actually earlier today. I think that's what makes it special. And uh, that's not to compare to anybody else. We're not the only program that does it. Um, there's, a, a, there's a lot of other great programs with great coaches. Um, but our staff genuinely cares. You know, like, for example, I keep texting me uh, about a week ago, pushing to me, pushing for me to do a, um, a mental health assessment with all our kids and just kind of giving them an outlet to be able to express themselves. You know, making sure that we're digging deep into that is bigger than football lifestyle. Um, but, you know, I have coaches that, you know, I ask a lot of them. I joke with them a lot, but it's, it's hard because I, I you know, I kind of stick with a college approach where more or less it's like, all right, this is your position group. You're responsible for them. So when they're not getting the job done, more or less I'm coming to you and figuring out why and we're getting it done. Um, I hire you to coach. Um, so I'm allowing you to do that. I'm not one of those guys that's going to um, – one guy's coaching on his toes or feeling like they, they can't really do their job. Hide them for a reason. They do a phenomenal job. Um, like I said, just from top to bottom, the entire staff. I know I have a few coaches on my staff that if they want in the, in the next couple of years, they'll be great head coaches. Um, I think I got a good mix of younger and older guys, guys that I look at as guys I look at for their team when they're being these guys that I also work with. But more importantly, like I said, I just think I got a thorough staff that genuinely holds kids to a standard to be successful young men. And also, you know, embrace some of their mistakes that they have made in the past and kind of pour that into the kid to ensure that they're not making some of the same mistakes that we may have made. We had a former Mid-Pen football standout from Harrisburg, Daniel Lansano, on here with us last week. And he talked to us uh, a good about some of the mentors he had in his upbringing that groomed him up to be a good coach. I wanted to ask you similarly, who's that OG or that mentor that you look up to when you have questions? Because you're still young, and rightfully so. You get what I'm saying? But who are some of those guys you go to for advice um, pertaining to coaching football? Uh, so it's, it's kind of different. Like, I go to different people for, uh, you know, different things. Um, one, you know, I did have the opportunity. Um, you know, I got the opportunity to coach underneath, you know, arguably two of the best coaches in Pennsylvania with uh, Jeffrey Wecker. Um, and, and Andrew Irby. So those are two guys right there that are immediate contacts for me that I've reached out to both for different reasons and different senses um, that have both had my back and both, um, you know, just helped me with little things in that sense. Uh, another coach, he actually coached with me last year prior to retiring. He was actually my position coach at McDevitt, uh, was Coach Collin. Um, he's a position coach. He usually say these. He coached um, college for a while and then came back down to high school. Um, but I would say Coach Tyler and probably my dad, who's not a football coach, I think those two, in a sense, those are the two that instill to me as far as the profession of doing things the right way, um, which may mean longer hours, which may mean tougher conversations and, and, and those type of things. But it's understanding that there's a right way to do things. And the moment that I decided to take this job, um, that I had to do things the right way where I would be shortening the kids. And I can't do that if that's, if, that, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it the right way and understand what that may come with. So I would say, you know, those four essentially, obviously, depending on who it be, you know, Coach Irby, Coach Wet, more or less from a perspective of a football uh, standpoint, uh, Coach Collar as well, and my dad as well, just from a general, just day-to-day, how to conduct myself as a young man, 
um, embracing my mistakes um, and just kind of moving on and learning from them. Yeah, I had a good feeling you said Coach Wechter. That's why I asked. Um, yeah, shout out to him. He's a phenomenal coach in the state of Pennsylvania. Definitely a marksman, as Stephen A. Smith would say. Um, no, nonetheless, for, for athletes listening to this podcast across the state of central Pennsylvania, what words of advice would you leave for them in terms of recruitment, in terms of you being a coach and expectations that you have from your own players, and in terms of training, because you're also a trainer? What advice would you give to them, and what feedback would you leave for them? Um, I was to say, man, I got this from one of my best friends that I went to college with, uh, Kenny Williams. You know, control the controllable. Um, we're in a we're in a we're in a time and in, in, in just in life in general where you know everything's immediate. We got social media, we got the three star, four star, five star. We got nonstop articles. Thanks to guys like you guys who got a good job with that, by the way. Um, which, not to get off topic, I do want to appreciate. Um, I do want to shout out the fact that you guys show love to everybody. Uh, nevertheless, if a kid's going to Thaddeus Stevens, if a kid's going to Michigan, they all get the attention, they all get the love. So just as a coach and as just, a, uh, you know, somebody part of Central PA, I do want to give you guys your flowers for that and, you know, understand that that is that is going to notice. And uh, we appreciate that and we respect that. That's huge for these kids. You know that they're all being acknowledged, man. So I did want to speak on that really quickly here. Um, but back to these kids, um, just the fact of, you know, this controller controllable, man. You know, everything else to take care of itself and what's meant to be is going to be. But do your part. You know what I mean? Don't don't say you this is what you want to do as far as you want to be the best player here you want to go to school here and you're not handling yourself from an academic standpoint or you're not maximi- maximizing your effort from a uh, training standpoint or anything from that perspective. So just control the controllable, maximize your effort and everything else from there to take care of yourself from an academic standpoint, football standpoint, and everything else in between. Wise words from a great man, Brian. Yeah, good advice, man. And, and yeah, we appreciate that, man. We, we post, like you said, we post the smallest offer or commitment to the biggest one, and we do that because that, you know, what people might consider a small offer in that kid's house is a, is a big life-changing opportunity. So, you know, that's why we do that. We appreciate that, man. But good advice, man. Yeah, no doubt. We appreciate you, Lance. And for those listening to this, man, continue to come to PenLive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Until next week, folks, take care. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more.